Well, welcome to another episode of Pierce Podcast. We are excited as we uh, have started a new series, and it is entitled The Art of Giving. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 7 says, You must each decide in your heart how much to give, and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. We're going to be examining three parts in this series. We're going to look at uh, God gave, he gives, and he will give is part one. And then part two will be, does giving help God? That's a question I always get from people. Does giving actually help God minister? And then part three will be, what are the benefits of giving to God? People love to know what the benefits are of giving to God. How do they reap benefits out of this whole process of giving? And so we're going to talk about that in this entire series, the art of giving, because there is an art form to giving. There's an art form to just about everything out there. And so don't go away. I hope this series will bless you uh, as we prepare to talk about the art of giving. Let's jump right into it. Corinthians 9 7 and it says you must each decide in your heart how much to give and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure for God loves a person who gives cheerfully who gives cheerfully amen, amen. God loves a cheerful giver and we've heard that especially being in here because pastor preaches consistently about giving cheerfully not just giving but giving cheerfully there's there's a, a difference between just giving and giving cheerfully. And it's an importance to in giving cheerfully versus just giving. Amen. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. The whole series is going to be on giving. So don't anybody disappear next week. I expect to see all y'all next week too now. <laughs> now I want y'all to be like, oh, he's going to talk about y'all. I don't want to hear no more about giving. Amen. Giving is really important. Giving is really important. And, and we're going to start off. We're going to, look at, we're going to look at it from four different perspectives. Okay. This isn't so much about me banging everybody on their head. You got to give. It's not about that. It's about understanding the value of giving and why it's so important. I'm all about studying and dissecting. I'm big on pulling stuff apart. I'm not afraid to ask why. I'm not afraid to ask why. I think God wants us to ask why. Amen. He wants us to ask why. He wants us to say, Lord, but why this? Why that? Amen. So in my study time, as I've been preparing for this and prepping on it, I've been asking a lot of questions. And he's given me some great information I think is going to help all of us as we prepare to study. All right. As we jump into the actual outline you have in front of you, part one of this says, image of God emulates God. Image of God emulates God. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. All right. Why is it so specific? Why is there such a specific explanation of what's happening here? Part of the reason why this is so specific, because there's no excuse for what we're about to talk about. If God created human beings in his own image, right, in other words, we're made in God's image. Now, if I tell everybody to pull out a mirror right now and to put it up to your face, what will you see? You're going to see an image of yourself. You're not going to actually see yourself because yourself is here, right? Everybody do like this to make sure, you, to make sure you're alive. 
Because if you put up a mirror and you don't see yourself, you're a vampire and you probably did. All right? And we all need to lay hands on you and start rebuking you and, okay? I watch too many sci-fi movies, forgive me. All right? You're like, yes. But you see an image of yourself. It's not you, but it's an image of yourself. It's a step below you. That's what it is. It's a step below you. Now, in the image of God, he created them. He's talking about who when he says them? Very good. Male and female. He created them, right? Now, again, that's important because there's no excuse. I got to drive that home. There's no excuse. We can't use we can't use excuse. We have to stop using excuses. If we're created in God's image, right? That means we look like God. We're not God because we're creating his image, which means we're a step below, but we look like God. And it's not just men, but it's men and women. He says it right here. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. So that way there's no excuse. Nobody can say, well, see, but I'm different. I'm subpar, huh? No, you're not subpar. You were made in the exact same image as God. Well, I'm black. Huh? Who cares? Who cares? Doesn't mean anything. You were made in the exact same image as God. So it has nothing to do with skin color, race, creed. We were all created in his image. Man was created in the form of God. Amen. The Hebrew definition is tamunah. Tamuna, all right? Now, I can't say it the way they say it because, you know, they're obviously from the Middle East. They got the little and all that on it. But if I was to try to pronounce it, if I was to try to pronounce it, it would sound like Tamunach. That's how you pronounce it, amen? And that's Hebrew, which means the visual appearance of something or someone. The visual appearance of something or someone, all right? Now, that matters because Adam and Eve were created to be like God, not to be God, which is what the serpent tricked them into thinking, but to be a step below God. So that shows you the value of us. Point to yourself and say, I'm important. I'm I'm valuable. valuable. Because you are. Because that shows you the value of us. Right? That shows you how important we are. Because when God created us, he created us with a purpose and a plan. And that purpose and that plan transcends times, boundaries, it transcends demographic, it transcends, again, race, gender, it transcends all those things. All that matters is that we are made in his image and we're just a step below him, all right? Pay attention. Look at the mirror. Look in the mirror. That's not you. That's not you. It's the image of you, but it's a step below you, right? It can't do the same things you can do. Amen? Genesis 1:28 says, then God blessed them. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. The Hebrew definition for blessed is barach. Again, I'm trying to say it, you know, how they say it, but I'm going to say it the, you know, Pierre Detroit way, barach. All right. Bay Rock. All right. But if you were to pronounce it, it's pronounced Barach. All right. It's a verb, an action word. 
It means to speak words of excellence about. To speak words of excellence about. So when we read, then God blessed them, he is speaking words of excellence about. Now, why is that important? That's important because the giving process of God had already begun. The giving process of God had already begun. He began to give by speaking words of excellence about us. About us. About us as an individual. He began to speak words of excellence about us as an individual. Genesis 1.29 says, Then God said, Look. He says, Look. I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. He's boisterous about it. He's excited. He's excited about it. He's feeling good. Look. I have given. I'm going to stop right there. What has he done? He's given. He's given. Now, he's excited about this. He's excited about his giving. He's excited about his giving. So he's saying, look, right? It'd be no different than if your kid or your grandchild or, you know, somebody that loves you very close walks up to you and says, look, Nana, I got some candy for you. What is that child doing? The child's excited because that child has a gift for you. That child's trying to give you something. They're excited about it, right? Now, what if your response was like, oh, okay, yeah, thank you. Be honest. If you saw somebody do that to, to one of these babies, wouldn't you be a little upset? Yeah. Come on, let's be real now. Yeah. I know I would. Like, what? what? What was that all about? Right? Right? What was that all about? Or even worse, what if the child was like, yeah, look, Grant, I got, some, look, Grant, I got, I got something for you anyway, so. <laughs> she going to be like, do I even want this? Do I even want this? Right? So here we see God, who is exclaiming in excitement, he is telling them, look, I have given you, I have given you, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. And all the fruit trees for your food. Why is that important? That's important because the giving process, again, has begun. It's already begun. He's already in the process of giving. Right? He didn't have to do that. He didn't, he didn't have to do that. He could say, you know what, here's the deal, I'm going to give you some seeds, go plant them. You figure it out. <laughs> he didn't do that. He set us up to win from the very beginning. From the very beginning, he set us up to win. Man, how awesome is that, that God loved us enough that from the very beginning, he decided he wanted us to win. He decided he wanted you to win. How fantastic is that? Tell me that's not true love. You know, we see God giving to all his creation from the very beginning of existence. And man who is created in the image of God must learn to respond like God. And that's an important point. We gotta learn to respond like God. We gotta learn to give the way God gives. There's a world out there that needs our help and we need to be the ones to help them. Well, listen, I think this song sums it up best, so don't go away. We'll be right back.
get far A man who grew richer, even though he gave generously to worthy causes, was asked how that was possible. He replied, I do not know. I just keep shoveling it out and God keeps shoveling it in. I guess his shovel is bigger than mine. Well, well right? That's how God works. That's how he works. You can never outgive God. You can never outgive God. Ever. See, he's already been doing it from the very beginning. He's already been doing it from the very beginning. Since he started creation, he was doing it. Genesis 1 and 30. I love the ending. I read that like 10 times last night and was just like, couldn't stop reading that one part. And that's what happened. I just, yeah, I love that. I love the whole idea of God just like, yeah, that's it. And just, just drop the microphone. Boo! I just love that, right? Like, this is it. Boo! Like, okay, yeah, now what? You know? But think about it. He didn't just give to man. He even gave to the animals. He even gave to the animals. There's a verse that talks clearly about if God takes care of the birds in the air, which is an animal, how much more is he going to take care of you? And there's a point to that, right? How much was, and, and you, you can hear the author saying it. Look, man, if God gave to the birds the air, bro, how much was he going to take care of you? Right? You know he's going to take care of you more he's going to take care of some birds in the air. You know what I'm saying? The air. You know that because we've already clarified that in the beginning when he created us, we were made in his what? So that's the important piece we got to grab a hold of. Make a circle around that, put a star by, whatever you got to do, but know you were made in his image. 
And that's important. Don't no bird look like God. Because if it said, if, if, you know why I know that? It would have said it. Oh, yeah, and by the way, the birds too look like God. And the graphs and the tree, you know, it would have went down, right? It would have went down the line. It don't say that. Only one species is named. Male and female, us, human race, that's it. Ain't no species name, right? So Genesis 2, 7 says, Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. Now, what's happening here? What's happening here? More giving. More giving. God is doing more giving. That's what he's doing, right? He formed male and female in spirit form to look like him in his image. Then he said, you know what? I'm going to take it one step further because I love man so much. I love human race so much. I'm going to put them into the form that they can actually rule over the earth, right? Well, how do we know that? Because look what it says. The Lord God placed the man where? To do what? He, paid, he placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. What did he do? He gave man a purpose. He gave man an assignment. He gave man an objective. He gave man direction. He gave man authority. Do you see what's happening here? There is this constant barrage of just giving going on. God is just giving, man. He is just giving. And it is awesome. And it makes me excited to know that God wants us to be a part of him. And therefore, he includes us in what he does so that he continues to give to us to teach us how to give. God has always blessed his creation with the resources to be a blessing. God has always blessed his creation with the resources to be a blessing. But he expects us, his creation, to work and manage well what he blesses us with. God has always blessed his creation with the resources to be a blessing. We see that right here when we look at where God placed man at. He placed him in the garden eating. He told him to do what? Tend and watch over it, right? So he blessed man with the resources, right, to be a blessing. But he also expects man, he expects us, his creation, to work and manage what he blesses us with. How do we know that? Because he says very clearly in 2.15, part B, and watch over it. Manage it. Manage it. Take care of it. Don't be frivolous. Don't be frivolous. Don't be frivolous. That's important. Why is that so important, minister? Because so many times God blesses us with things resources, material possessions, and all these different things, we don't manage it well. We don't manage it well. We don't manage it well. We manage it poorly. Why is that a problem? That's a problem because we have a responsibility to God. We have a responsibility to God. We have that responsibility to God first before we have a responsibility to anything or anybody else. We have it to God. Now remember, what did we say? We said, this is the art of what? And we said there's a formula to this, and that formula is important. So write this down as a side note. It's not in your notes, so write down a side note. Number one, give to God first, always. Hands down, no questions asked. Always give to God first. 
Well, Mr. Why would we do that? Because he gave to us first. And we're supposed to emulate him. Our job is to look like him. As his children, as believers, we are called to look like him. Now, you know what? It's a sad commentary when the world who don't even know God can go out and they get 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars. And what's the first thing they do? Give some away. They give some away. That's what they do. And then we wonder why they're so blessed. It's easy because they're following principles that apply to the structure and laws of life. Remember that we talked about the art of giving. This is the art of it. You have to give to God first. That's the principle. All right. Genesis 2, 16 and 17 says, but the Lord God warned him, you may freely, freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden, except the tree of knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. Pretty simple one. Follow the rules. Follow the rules. Don't go outside the parameters. Don't break the, don't break the rules. Follow the rules. Don't go outside the parameter. If you go outside the parameter, I blessed you with it, but guess what? You're going to reap the repercussions of, of, your, of your sowing a bad seed. Sowing a bad seed. Going us to the parameters of what God instructed man to do brought forth repercussions. If you go outside the parameters of what God has called you to do, guess what's going to happen? I don't care how much you give, you're going to reap the repercussions. You just are. Don't go out and do something foolish with it. Be wise. Be wise. Be wise with it. Be wise with it. Take the money that God has blessed you with, the material possessions that God has blessed you with, and use it wisely. And again, the first thing you need to do is you need to take it and you need to be a blessing to God. Give God what's rightfully his. Genesis 2.18. Then the Lord God said, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. Who is just right for him. Why do the women start laughing when I say that? You know, that's what I think about being outnumbered, man, this class, fellas. Because I'd be like, I know what's going through their mind. There's a whole lot of truth with that. Women give men balance. And God knew men needed balance. Genesis 2.19. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And the man chose a name for each one. What did God give the man? So what is man doing? He's naming the animals, right? He's giving. He's giving identity. He's giving. What is God doing? He's teaching man how to do what? Teaching man how to give. He's teaching man how to give and how to rule. He's showing man the proper way to do things. The man chose a name for each animal. Now think about how many animals there are in the world. It's a lot of animals in the world. A lot of animals in the world. That means that brother had a job. Means he had a big job. He had an important job. He had a job. Right? He had a job. So what does that tell us? That tell us that man was working. That's, see, man was working here. Man was learning how to work. God, was, God gave the man a position, taught the man how to use the position, and then turned around and taught the man 
how to use position so that the man could have purpose and fulfillment and man began to utilize this position to find his purpose and fulfillment and ultimately learn how to reign. Learn how to reign. We see God giving to all his creation from the very beginning of existence. Remember, this is the very beginning. Let's start there in the beginning. Genesis chapter one. Let's start right there because that's what's happening. That's why this is so important. We see God giving to all his creation from the very beginning of existence. Man who is created in the image of God must respond like God. We must respond like God. Right? Genesis 2.20. He gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, and all the wild animals. But still there was no helper just right for him. Now what do we see happening here? God, God... Previously, previously, God's like, I got to give him a helper. But he doesn't have this helper yet. We see that because right here in Genesis 2.20, we see right here, down a few verses, he ain't got no helper just right for him yet. Right? Genesis 2, 21 through 23. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closing up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib and he brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed. He was excited again. Here we go. He was pumped. He was hyped. Yeah. Yes. Finally. Look at this. Right. He says, this is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh, right? She will be called woman. We all know what that means, right? Womb, right? Womb man, right? She has a different purpose. Same person, different purpose, amen? Because she was taken from the man. Fill this in, fill this in. God is always working on your behalf when you give. What was man doing? Man was working, he was giving. So guess what God was doing in the background? God was working on his behalf. God is always working on your behalf when you give. You may not see it at that moment. You may not see it at that moment. Remember now, a few verses back, God was speaking about what was what needed to happen for man. But he couldn't give man that yet because man needed to finish what man needed to finish. Everything's in God's timing. Everything's in God's timing. And yes, it is. Everything is in God's timing. And we are out of time for today, but I want to thank you for joining us. I hope this has been a blessing to you and has really ministered to your heart, to your soul. Listen, if this has been a blessing to you, please like us on Facebook. Tell your friends and family all about us. That would be Pierre's podcast right there on Facebook. And you can also hear us on SoundCloud as well. And until next month, my friend, prosper richly in the word of God. Be blessed. <music>